0: What's up? This is Rey Mysterio, the legend and the G-Mote of all time. And this is Dominic Mysterio. And you are
1: listening to Wrestling
0: The Rap Game. Riding around my city bumping Tame Apollo and crazy where's that saying solo yeah all these wins I'm so happy to pile and pile all these goats in my corner I'm so happy you got a pile that beautiful people at my disposal on but when you come around it's kind of weird like an oval I don't know what they
1: told you but I don't really know you and my folks welcome to play brand new episode of wrestling the rap game um I know it's been a while guys but um we're back we back for sure. Um, unfortunately, Vino couldn't make it to this episode Work schedule got caught up But we here, man This is this is a brand new episode And I'm just happy to be back with y'all Y'all been patient with us Y'all been hitting me up And we're back And I came back with my boy, man uh, We were just talking off air, man How I'm super excited for this episode Because this is I, I literally met this dude I mean, it's been three days since I met him since. Yeah, for real <laughs> Since we're recording, I met him three days ago, literally. And, man, this was like, it was literally genuine conversation and genuine energy, man. And I want to introduce you all to my boy, Alfred Banks. Hey, man, how you feeling, man? How you, how you, how you doing?
0: Tonight was a, it was a, it was a busy night. Uh, one of my friends, my man Litranium, he just played halftime at the Pelicans-Denver Nuggets game. So I had to go run and show some love to him because just watching someone's dream come true in real time yeah. is a beautiful thing. And so I had to support my man, um, and uh, had to go run some errands and stuff. So today is a good day, you know. What I'm saying, well, good night or whatever the case. It's just, it's, 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 beautiful. I'm in a good mood finally, so we're, we're, we're fire.
1: We're man. Um, Shouts out to him, man. That's dope. That's super, super dope. Shout out to him. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, that's all we trying to do. We, we, we out here. We chasing our dreams, man. So I I I can't even be mad at that, man. Shout out to him. I don't even
0: know. Yeah, him. Nah. That's that's love for real. Yeah, no, 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 man. Like him and my man T-Ray, the violinist, he actually did the national anthem on his violin. So wow. two of the homies pretty much took over the night at the at the Denver uh Pelicans game. So, you know, I had to go support my folks and uh you know I met a, you know linked up with a couple of the homies and stuff like that. So it was just like you know, a really dope night. Um, I don't know, man. I just, that, that felt, <clears throat> it felt good to kind of see I'm in a space where, you know, I've been, I'm successful and like, I've done some things. So mm-hmm. seeing someone else do something really, really dope, it really like inspires me. Um, and I, I actually played, uh, halftime earlier this year. I actually, <laughs> I competed in a rap battle, um, against my man, Ray Wimbley and, uh, incredible MC, credible freestyler. And I, I, I was victorious in that battle. So, to kind of, like, play an arena of, like, you know, this was, like, when COVID restrictions were tough. So, five 6,000 people, 5,000 people, I think, uh, was, the, was the cap. But it was just so amazing to kind of feel that energy. So, I know him being on the floor and rocking out was just was an amazing thing.
1: Man, congrats to you, too, man, um, on doing that. Because I know that's even, even with COVID restrictions, that's still a big deal, man. So, congrats to you on that. And, um, Thank you, man. I appreciate you. No problem, man. And like, yeah, well, let's get into that, man. Um, Alfred Banks, man, I met you, like I said, three days ago. We uh, <clears> met <throat> at, at our boy Pete Butter's sh- uh, birthday show, man.
0: Shout out um, to my man. man. Shout out to my man.
1: Yeah, shout out to Pete Butter, man, because he literally, you know what I mean? I'm sure that most you the only way he had on his mind was the show, his birthday show. And, you know what I mean? This ended up happening through that birthday show, so shout out to him. Um, For sure, yeah, man. And uh, yeah, man, um, I I met you. I, I had when I first walked in, man. I you know dapped you up, you know what I mean. I seen I, I looked at your merch stand, checked it out, man. And uh, of course, you know I had to show love, you know, and I had a cop.
0: hey sir. The
1: the the beanie, man. Um, uh, and I even noticed off rip too. I was like, yo, like that's the you know the WrestleMania logo. So I was even already at that point. I was like, I. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? i in my brain, in my brain, I'm like, is he a wrestling fan? Or was it just like the love for, sure. for the for the for, the, for, the, for the, you know what I mean? Off the logo. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Whatever it don't whatever. It was, you know what I mean? Like, it's still love. I, you know what I mean? Even as just if it was just music, whatever. So then sure. um later into the show, or when you when you performed your set and um <laughs> you had mentioned um Mega ran and then um and I actually looked at the sticker and I saw the SmackDown logo, um for yours um that with the uh the beanie. I was like, I was like, hold on, man, this dude might actually be a a, a real wrestling fan. And yeah, then, for um, sure, for sure. I had talked to Kwon and Bud and they were like, yeah, bro, he's really a wrestling fan. And I'm like, all right, bro, hold on. I gotta I gotta talk to Bro, but man, cause like you know, what I mean, just off the music already, I was already like, yo, I want I want to. So I want to interview dude, but then it for was sure. like the wrestling thing. I'm like, hold on, man. Like I'm you know what I mean? Like dude really cool. Like Yeah, nah,
0: I appreciate that. Nah, you know, for me wrestling, um, uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a wrestler. Uh, wow. and that lasted for about six or seven months. I was actually gonna transfer over to a high school. Uh, that has a wrestling team here in New Orleans. And I was going to, I was working out and shouts to my brother, Orlando's may rest in peace, but he was sending me books, uh, workout books with triple H on the cover. Um, this is like Oh four Oh five. And I'm, no Oh uh, five Oh six. I'm sorry. And I remember him sending me books, the you know, workout regimens and what to eat, what not to eat, how to get cut, how to get this and that. And so, uh, yeah, I actually wanted to be a wrestler and my knowledge of wrestling I'm um, always say uh, my cutoff point is like around 2011. I'm not up on it as I used to be, uh, but I do have a very vast knowledge of it from like about 98, mm-hmm. 99 to about 2011. So pretty much anything in that world, I can I can rock with you. You know so what like I'm saying? PG,
1: um, do you cut off cut off like the PG era, like when they started? Right,
0: right, 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 right around the PG. Right when uh when, when Hbk retired, I think it was 2010. Okay. I kinda like fell off. I got this thing where like all my favorite people, once they retire, I don't really watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in retired, I kind of stopped watching the NBA. Um, you know, when uh, I think Tiger Woods, this thing kind of started to decline. I kind of stopped watching golf, um, you know, football. Uh, Who's breath uh, Brett Favre, uh, before he became this incredibly racist guy. Um, before he was public about it, Uh, he was my favorite quarterbacks. When he retired, I kind of stopped watching football. For the most part, I still watch Saints, uh, who that all day. Uh, But when it comes to wrestling, man, like, um, I've always loved the theatrics. Um, And when I found out, like, it wasn't, like, a real thing, it made me love it even more uh, because these guys and gals are really putting their lives on the line, putting their health on the line. Um, you know, creating incredible storylines. Some of it's good, some of it's bad, but just like dope storylines and getting you involved in the, in the energy and the, and the love of it. I love wrestling, man. It's really dope. It's always been dope. It's a good conversation starter too. You know what I mean?
1: Definitely, man. I, I was just about to ask you, man who 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 got you locked in? Like who you saw on the TV that you were like, I, I remember. I remember
0: like. I'm thinking like 98, 99. So I remember seeing like early Hardy Boys when they was rocking mm-hmm. with Michael Hayes. I remember seeing like, you know, Matt doing moonsaults and Jeff doing Sentons. And I was like, yo, this, this is kind of, I, I like this. And, and mm-hmm. you know, as much as people are fans of the Attitude Era, I'm not the hugest fan of Attitude Era. Mine is more the Ruthless Aggression. That's when I kind of really came into my mm-hmm. own watching it um I'm watching like you know saying Brock come in I'm watching uh Triple H uh oh, wow. pretty, yeah Ben Wyatt and watching uh Ruthless Aggression era that's uh that's Eddie coming into his own probably I think leaving getting himself together then coming back mm-hmm. um you know the rock kind of his when, when he was a bad guy that Hollywood rock. rock phase that was crazy, that was crazy. I love yeah. that um, who else? Who else? I'm loving, uh, you know, even watching jobbers or like like Sean, I don't want to say jobbers, but just you know your your lower mid card guys like your Sean Stacey accent and and uh, your you know uh, I, uh, Hurricane when Hurricane mm-hmm. and Kane um, Hurricane came together and was a tag team. Mm-hmm. I remember when Tajiri was it Tajiri and Hurricane with tag team.
1: Um, well, Tajiri was a was a champ with somebody. He oh with um he was with Eddie. The Jerry uh, was with Eddie Guerrero? They beat uh team angle in the ladder match.
0: Sure did, man. Good lord. Yeah, they did. So like mm-hmm. uh world's greatest tag team. Um when uh when Orlando Jordan came, it likes JBL coming into mm-hmm. his own. So that's kind of my era. Um, uh, you know, what I'm saying right towards RVD. that PG Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he's just that whole man, look, RVD, Shelton Benjamin. These are, like, some of my guys that, like, these just ridiculously athletic guys mm-hmm. who who do things that to this day are still impressive. 20 years, 15 years later, um, you know what I'm saying? Those, those joints are dope. So, yeah, that's kind of, like, my era. That's kind of what got me into it. But it's Jeff Hardy, man. Jeff Hardy, seeing him, um, his swag was just so different, so mm-hmm. ill. I just love the way he just kind of attacked um, his character and his persona from a different angle from everyone else. Everyone was... Mm-hmm. Good guy, bad guy, angry, not as angry, cameraman, good talker. And Jeff was just like, yo, I'm just flipping off stuff. man. That's what we doing. And the pain and the, it was just dope,
1: you know. How did you feel when uh, you finally won the WWE Championship after, you know, so many years (laughs) of us wanting it to happen?
0: I got that uh, DVD, uh, because that's that's Vengeance if I'm not mistaken. That's the one with uh, Chris Jericho on the cover of the joint, pressing like a doomsday Mm -hmm. button. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was at triple threat—him, Edge, and Triple H. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, felt so good, dog. Like, cause Jeff deserved it. He been through so much, and and no matter what he oh. went through, and how many times he, even the victory road thing in 2011 or all these different things, his fans never left. Like, we just love that dude so much because he has a—if you really look at it, hyperbole, but like. I don't really know too many other wrestlers who have such a diehard fan base like the Hardys do. Yeah, You got people who everyone knows, mm-hmm. right? You got your Triple H's and your John Cena's. You got guys who are like sleepers, like, uh, who we like some sleepers. Uh, I think Orlando Joy was a sleeper. I think yeah. he was a really good wrestler. Charlie Haas was a really good wrestler. That haas the pain movie. I mean, come on, man. Those cats are great. Char- Carlito. Mm-hmm. uh, You know what I mean? These guys are super dope. But the Hardy Boys, every incarnation of them was hot. Even like the so. version one joint and and like everything Jeff did, everything Matt did was just hot, and yeah. everyone loved it. You know what I'm saying? Even the the broken joint. So I think like I don't know nobody else that has like that diehard fan base uh, like like Jeff, and rightfully so. I feel like he earned it, and when he won that title, man, it was
1: it was just it was a
0: culmination of everything, all of the. People saying that you know he couldn't do it, he couldn't get his mind right, he couldn't get everything together, mm-hmm. and he showed people he, he he deserved that belt, and he was a great champion. You know, what I mean, they believed in him. They they kept that that strap on him for a couple months too. They really showed that he could really do, he could be the top guy, and mm-hmm. people loved him. And he was a great top guy. You know, I think what they did for Jeff, they should have did for Christian. You know oh, I mean, Christian, Christian, they fucked over Christian like that was not fair. Like mm-hmm. they gave him the strap, but like come on man, like he busted his butt just like Edge did, man. Like, you know, and obviously he only got it because of Edge. Yep. But let that man rock for a month, man. Like what y'all doing? Like and put him in a program. Man.
1: Four days, strap. four days, two days,
0: five something like that. So so Jeff went in that, that strap, man. It was it was the it was a culmination of, of a lot of work that man put in. And I was I was very happy. Very, very happy.
1: Yeah, man, I I couldn't agree more. Um, especially with the diehard fan base. Um, I was at WrestleMania 33, whichever that one was, uh, where they came back to WWE in Orlando. Ooh, that's tough, man. When I tell you there was it wasn't even a roof. It was there was a stadium, but they literally blew the like. You could hear everything. Like it was so loud in there. they might have had the loudest reaction of the night. And I could for sure. Honest, for sure that they, their fan base, right. You know what I mean? They real like ride dies for them, man. And, oh yeah,
0: man. Yeah, for sure.
1: And I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, well, you you told me uh that was one of my questions of which era was your favorite. You said the, the ruthless aggression era. So I'm going to switch it up. What What was your favorite video game?
0: What was your favorite wrestling release video game? Oh, oh man, you know I got a couple actually. Can I give you a couple? Go ahead, go ahead. So, WrestleMania eighteen on Game Boy Advance. Wow, that's a throw
1: that
0: game. A throw. That game gives me man, like it, it gives me so many nostalgic memories. I remember that year. <clears throat> that's two. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mama got me the 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 purple joint, the purple clear Game Boy Advance, and she got me that game. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I had it on Game Cube, yeah. uh, WrestleMania 18, but I wanted it on Game Boy. No, so I had Game Boy Advance WrestleMania 18 first. And I remember waking up that crisp It was Christmas Eve. As soon as it hit midnight, I remember begging my mom, "Mom, can I play with the, Can I play with not Can I play with it night? She was like, "Boy, wait." She's like, "You know what? Go ahead." And I remember putting that in and playing, dog. I played that joint for like four hours straight. I didn't even go to sleep, and that game was just so ill to me, man. Like, cause I love my Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. So, and then Survivor Series on Game Boy Advance. That's like the last one they made for Game Boy Advance. That's a great one too, cause they had a uh, the um, Sweet Chin Music uh, HBK's on there, and his Sweet Chin Music was really good on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rock Bottom looks really good on uh, on the WrestleMania 18 joint. So those like uh, those are like top five wrestling games for me, like ever. Um, now hmm uh here comes the pain
1: okay
0: it's really dope um i would have loved to see jeff hardy on there um shut your mouth i love shut your mouth uh hmm i mean no mercy but i feel like that's a cop out uh i like wcw thunder man. I think thunder was a good game man like i have it Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah Wrestlemania 18 Survivor Series on Game Boy Advance Here Comes the Pain Shut Your Mouth I had those on PlayStation 2 I played every Smackdown mm-hmm. up until they started doing the Raw versus Smackdown then like I fell off around like the one with uh, I think Randy Orton on the cover I just I, I fell off at but uh, that was like
1: 11 12, I, it's like
0: twelve, twelve. I want to say something it like that that's when they redid the attitude ever joint, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, nah, man, I, I, those are my favorite joints. But that WrestleMania eighteen on Game Boy Advance, that's the one that really did, does it for me for sure. I, I have that somewhere around here, for sure.
1: Nah, man, that, um, also, I also remember. Wasn't there? <laughs> I don't know if it was one of those, but wasn't there one like that you had to like save Stephanie McMahon or something like that? Like,
0: yeah, that game sucked. I think that was. Uh, Road to WrestleMania on Game that's Boy Advance. Not mistaken. that game, butt muscles. <laughs> oh my god, that game sucked, man. Because it was really a beat 'em up. It wasn't really like a. Yeah, that's yeah. why I loved uh, WrestleMania 18 and Survivor Series because they gave you somewhat of a storyline and yeah. you could like go for a title and actually like wrestle your way up and and uh, yeah, it was really dope, man. I love playing with Eddie Guerrero because his uh his signature was the Three Amigos and it was really cool.
1: Nah, I feel that man. Uh, and then here comes the pain with the backstage. Like, you, you know, what I mean, that you run around backstage, you go into the uh, what's it like, the subway and all that stuff, fighting in the subway. Um, and even like, shut your mouth too. Uh, shut, shut your mouth was the one with the, the draft, right? Or was that here comes the pain? Yeah, baby.
0: Now that was that was a uh, shut your mouth and you could okay. climb up the um, the fist.
1: Yeah, yeah, Smackdown
0: yeah, joint. yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure,
1: for sure. And then, uh, Another one that a lot
0: of people sleep on too, man. Uh Day of Reckoning. Oh man, I have that. I have both. At, oh, on GameCube. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have both of those. Those games are great, man. THQ was just really killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait. I'm sorry, that's not wait. Day of Reckoning wasn't THQ. That was uh, jet um, Not Jad. That's the figurine joint. Oh man, it was the engine that would have been. Uh, what was the? So I watched the video on this. A couple years ago, about a year ago during COVID, the lockdown, where they said Day of Reckoning was, because uh, it was it was WrestleMania 2000, it was No Mercy, then it was supposed to be a game after that. Day of Reckoning was that game.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was supposed to be, I it. forget what, it was supposed to be, Uh, it was oh, wrestling, you know, like it was WWE something. Ukes? Oh, Ukes, that's okay. who it was. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Okay. They're reckoning two is the is the best one, man. Um, So what I used to like, I've never actually said this out loud because I've never had a, a place to ever say this. So I'm so glad to do this interview with you, man. My favorite thing, when I used to crack open a new uh, video game, a new wrestling game, the first thing I would do, I wouldn't play story mode. I wouldn't uh watch the Titan Tron videos, listen to the music. The first thing I would do was go to the creative player and watch the finishing moves. I judge the i judge the wrestling games off of the animations of the video of the finishing moves. The RKO wow. on uh Day of Reckoning sucks. That's a very ugly RKO. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the the three amigos by Eddie was really dope. Frog Splash was dope. One of the reasons why I hated uh WrestleMania 18 on the GameCube was because the Swanton bomb was that weird ass looking Centaine bomb. Mm-hmm. it was like if you remember like some of those games like the centime bomb was the front flip yeah. but it wasn't like as fly as jeff did it it was like yeah, this and, weird like, ass arms like, expanding. he did the the joint it was this mm-hmm. weird ass like front flip it was like this weird weird jerky kind of animation that i always hated um the super kick looked really whack on gamecube um playstation always kind of had the the upper hand i think Smackdown versus Raw is when they did the, when they started doing the corner animation, the turnbuckle animation, where you mm-hmm. grab the joint. So like, that was the way I judged video games off of the finishing moves. Um, sure. If the animation was smooth, then it's like, i right, I'm gonna have fun, dude. If that shit wasn't hot. So like, oh, I right. like the the FU or the attitude adjustment on uh, Dare Reckoning 2 is amazing. The cross mm-hmm. face with uh, Chris Benoit Y is amazing. The pedigree looks amazing. Uh, spears look okay. The execution, the shit like so, like that's that's kind of how I judge those games. When mm. I was off of the the, the animation. I always love doing that, man. To this day, if I ever do play a new wrestling game, I always crack open the creative player and just go straight to the finishing moves that you that you don't have to unlock and kind of see what they what they're talking about.
1: Man, that's that's like yeah. the first time I'm hearing that to me. I'm like, damn, that is like, why didn't I think of that? Like, yo, I, my whole time <laughs> like, yo, why the hell I didn't think of that, man? That's actually. Like, super dope, man. Um, so, like, we're, So I mean, I can tell right now, um, back then, you were like a WWE guy and not like a WCW guy or TNA. Yeah, or... Yeah,
0: yeah. I had a moment with TNA. I had a moment with TNA. I was watching TNA when it was on uh, Spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I just love wrestling. So, like, I watched them, for sure. I used to watch... Uh, hmm, I watched TNA when... Like I want to say, right before Kurt got there, like that O three O four TNA, uh, was that Kevin Nash? That's yeah, uh, Scott like Steiner.
1: Jeff Jarrett was the guy.
0: Yeah, X Division, uh, my man. Yeah, AJ and uh, so, Christopher Daniels and shit like that. So that I was I was watching then. Um, but I, it really when I was a kid, man, I used to really watch. Uh, so I used to live in this small town called Tallulah, Louisiana, which is like northern. Louisiana for a couple of years and it was like local broadcast television and I used to watch Mid-South Wrestling and oh I was a child so I didn't know that that shit is reruns. I used to always wonder like why does this shit look so old? It's like well whoever these wrestlers are these are cool and that's how I got introduced to Ernie Ladd and and uh, J- uh, Junkyard Dog and um, and early Shawn Michaels uh, mm-hmm. when he was uh, Shawn Hickenbottom. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I used to watch that and be like, oh, well, I'll do another one. I used to watch CZW on the same channel. Wow. Uh, That's how I used to – got. I got uh, Sick Nick Mondo and Danzig. Mm -hmm. Or was it Zandig or Danzig? I think it was Danzig. Um, Trent Acid, rest in peace, and all these guys. So I used to watch, like, those independent joints as well. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, watching – that's, like, 0203. Um, I remember watching right when TNN turned into Spike TV. Watching when the NWO was coming back, and like you know, what I'm saying that terrible rendition of the NWO and shit. Um, yeah, I remember. But watching like Mid South and watching like CZW and watching TNA, I could appreciate those guys. Um, yeah. Not really the WCW guy. I I did. I don't even really remember watching WCW. I remember playing WCW Nitro and just being like, that game sucks. So I never really like played it. That's one of the, that's not the worst, but that's like top ten worst video game wrestling games. Yeah. Period. That game sucks. Um, Nothing is worse than backyard assault, but that game sucks. Um, um, See, so yeah, that is is that that is the worst. I say that's like top three worst video games.
1: Oh, because um, uh, what was it? Um, what game that I? I was like, yo, this is terrible. Um, was it um? Uh, it was the the WrestleMania one where you like you had to read. Oh, was it Legends of WrestleMania where you had to?
0: You mean uh? It was Legends of was WrestleMania. On, uh, uh, the cover you had. Talking uh, acclaim? You
1: talking about a claim? You talking about a claim? Um, I am not. I know. I know. It was like it was like all. It was about all legends and then like redoing all the legendary, like all the things they did. Like one of them was like you had to throw mankind off the hell in the cell. Like it was just. All- oh, wait. Oh,
0: Legends of WrestleMania. Yeah.
1: Was, I bro, never Xbox. played that. That
0: game sucks. Bro, our game was so trash. Damn. That was it as bad as still. WrestleMania 21? Because I never played WrestleMania
1: 21. I didn't even play WrestleMania 21.
0: I you played any, any other playing, Xbox?
1: I stopped playing Xbox wrestling games. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Goddamn. You <laughs> played any of.
0: So you never played none of the. I played Raw. I heard Raw was butt, but I heard Raw 2 was actually kind of good. I didn't even try. I ain't gonna lie. I always, I'm actually gonna buy an Xbox and I'm gonna buy that game because mm. it's ten bucks, and I'ma just I'm gonna see how bad that game is. Because I love playing like the older games. Yeah, my yeah. man, my man Justin, uh, uh, my man His name is Eight Bit Animal on Instagram. Y'all should follow him. Check him out. He's super dope. Uh, and on Twitter, but he told me don't play any of those Xbox games because they all suck. <laughs> Yo, he's
1: uh, not lying, bro. But, that of,
0: but why was the Legends of Wrestling game so bad, if you not mind me asking?
1: It was just, you could tell that they were just trying to get something off. Oh, okay. Whoa, 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 because whoa, 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 whoa. the PlayStation games were so successful with the SmackDown vs. <laughs> especially, especially with SmackDown versus Raw 2007. Yeah. That was that the one with Triple H on the cover. And that was uh, then the first one they had DX back. Um, and they had the GM mode. And that was the first one that had Money in the Bank. Uh
0: that GM mode was such a good game mode. Why did they get rid of that? Man? They're bringing it
1: back for the new one. For the new uh what? Yeah, that's hard. For the first time in that, fifteen bro, years. Bro, that GM mode was everything,
0: man. man. Like I was, boy, I felt like the man. Like making me uh keeping storylines going, and you had to really be into me. That's stuff. Yeah, that she was the high. Ratings, B. The ratings. That that shit was hot, B. It was actually one of the things they did kind of like that with the Game Boy Advance, WrestleMania 18, and Survivor Series. Your matches had to be like you had to do certain things in the match to kind of get to the next wrestler. And the better you did in your matches, the quicker your your title shot will come. Um, so, that yeah, I love that. Hearing that is really dope. About time they brought that back, especially after what I've heard was the debacle of, uh, was that 2K21?
1: Uh, twenty. They canceled. They canceled 2K20, which is crazy. I can't, I can't remember the last time W canceled a game. Yeah, I
0: know. Like the game, uh, the twenty. So twenty was just so, so bad. bad.
1: They better do everything <laughs>
0: to get these these fans back, man. For real. Um.
1: So are you like? Have you ever like? Have you tuned into like uh AEW or?
0: He, my man tells me to, and I want to because they got all my guys. You know. Uh-huh. Uh. Well, I will say Chris Jericho, but he like donated to Trump's campaign, so you know he's. He's out of here, but um, the dude, my man, who always kept his hands in his pocket—his uh, oh, uh, name,
1: uh, Orange Cassidy.
0: That that swag. I remember uh at my old job, I remember like being on Facebook and watching the video. I was watching him like jump, up, do a plancha over the joint with his hands mm-hmm. in his pocket. I just thought that was the hottest stuff ever. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, who is this guy?" And then it was like, "Oh, AEW." I remember the whole Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho joint. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's a good way to come out with this new brand. Whatever, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm glad I, I want I to actually I'm, give them a shot because they over there doing some really good stuff right now. I um, mean, I'm, he- I'm I'm hearing CM Punk ain't really. I mean, you know, it's been ten years, so you know, you can only. Yeah. But I'm hearing like it ain't it ain't as hot as what people thought it would be. But I think we had too many high expectations for the man. The man's like 50s now, right?
1: He's 44.
0: I'm sorry, I gave him way too many years, but like it's been ten years. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like we can't expect him to be at you know. Yeah is it, is he is he bad or is it a?
1: He's a good guy, but I think they, I mean his
0: wrestling skills.
1: Oh no, no, he's he's no, he's not. He's obviously slower, but yeah, you know because like you said, it's been you know a decade. But um, I think they wanted him to like be pushed to the moon. And he's been trying to like, before he goes into the main event, he needs to get his feet wet. Still, like you know what I mean? Like it's of been course, ten course, years. You can't yeah, just sure. him come back and then give him the belt, and it's like you're trash in the ring. So sure. I think he's just trying to find his mojo, which I think he's 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 had. Um, and I mean, the one thing that never, that one thing that um he didn't need to find his mojo was on the mic.
0: Oh, that boy, is he's a, he is a natural on the mic.
1: He's, he, man, um, even, man, after this, man, watch, um, his promo with, uh, there's a new guy, he's amazing too on the mic, um, his name is MGF, I mean, MJF, okay. rather, MJF, and okay. their promo, back and forth, probably yeah, one hot. of the best I've seen in a while.
0: Like, oh, wow, man, that's dope, nah, Chris, Chris, uh, Uh CM Punk is just, he's a natural. They got guys like that. Like like Jeff Hardy's my favorite wrestler, but he's Mm -hmm. not that great on the mic. Um, but I think we just he just so good at what he does, we don't really care. Mm -hmm. Because we don't give him the same judgment as we give other people. You know, did you notice like this last incarnation of uh Kurt Angle right before he retired? Mm -hmm. Obviously it was like he was it it was it was over. Did you notice how bad he was on the mic? Mm Um Because he wasn't that bad on the mic when he was, like, wrestling. Nah. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. I think he just lost his confidence.
0: Yeah. 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 Because I was like, yo, Kurt was amazing on the mic. Mm-hmm. He had the one gold medal broke freaking neck. Like, he, yeah. he had the swag. And, like, watching this last go-round, it was just like, what the hell is this? Like. Sad. It, it really, you know, I, I went to that last WrestleMania where it was him and uh Kurt, uh, Kurt and Triple. Versus Rhonda and yeah, yeah. Uh, that match was good. Right. Yeah, uh, and I Triple remember H
1: and Stephanie versus Rhonda and Kurt. And I remember
0: seeing like Kurt being like, "Damn, I'm glad I got to see him before he retired." Mm-hmm. I'm glad I got to see Triple H, but like, good lord, I missed I missed the, <laughs> the heyday. Jesus Christ, because you know Rhonda held held her own. She did a thing, um, but just not that confidence. Really, like uh, I don't know, man. It, it really broke my heart. But back to the point. Sorry. Um CM Punk is a natural on the mic. Um, and for what I've been seeing, some of the clips, you know, it does look a bit rusty, but I think he'll be fine. You yeah. know, what I mean, you know, by the end of by the mid, you know, mid next year, they'll probably put the strap on him and and he'll be the guy. He's already the guy, but he'll be the extra guy. And I think he, I think he'll be fine. You know, I mean? he's a natural in the ring.
1: I think um, because ironically, their next uh pay-per-view is in March and it's gonna be in Orlando. <laughs> Um mm. and I think they're building him or Daniel Bryan, which he's over there in AEW now.
0: Or Brian Danielson. Brian
1: Danielson, yeah. Um the I think they're building one of them to be, you know, what I mean, like next up. Um, I think you know they finally got the, the belt on a one of their homegrown talent because that wasn't what they were doing. The first their yeah. first champion yeah. was Chris Jericho. Their second champion was Dean Ambrose or John Moxley from WWE. They for gave sure. it to Kenny Omega, who's still not an AEW grown, grown talent. You know, he got big in Japan. Of course, and of finally course. they gave it to one of their homegrown talent, and I think, but I think CM Punk. Eventually, he's gonna be the guy, or the sure. guy. He's gonna be the guy for a moment. You know, I mean, a moment of time, because that's I, what I, I, fans I, really want to see. So, or most fans. I agree
0: too. See. I think um I think it was smart though in the beginning to kind of put the belt on on someone or some guys that obviously more people recognize yeah. across other brands and obviously Kenny Omega is that international kind of guy. I'm not super familiar with Kenny Omega's track record to be honest, but I will say like just a it was a Bullet Club right? Yeah, that was his thing. Yep. So like kind of knowing how big that was, even not knowing who Kenny Omega was, I saw a gazillion Bullet Club shirts knowing the impact that homie had, you got to put the strap on him. Then you got to put the strap on for the first one. You got to put the strap on somebody, everybody, Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, who you said was the other? Dean Ambrose. I mean, the dude is very, and shouts to him for taking the time to get himself together too, because a lot of people don't do that. And uh, you never know what people are going through, but I think, you know, him being a champion was really smart too, especially leaving WWE and going over there. And putting in he's a hard worker. Now apparently he's doing these hardcore matches and shit. Like that's his new yeah. Steve's. And so he, he busts his button to earn that. So I think the finally, I think the brand is solidified enough to put the belt on somebody who's homegrown. People kind of recognize, kinda know. Um it was a very smart. And that's why I think AE, AEW is probably gonna outlive WWE at this point. I think because these guys are very calculated, they're smart, they have a great example of what not to do um in WWE. And I think I think they're gonna be super dope because I don't know what the hell. You actually would have you would have you'd have been super hyped because I didn't tell anyone. But uh, I had a special guest the night of the show, and it was uh Swerve. Oh, that's right. my man. Yeah, that's my man. So he was gonna come out and, and rock because we have a song together mm-hmm. uh, on my new album. But uh, I wasn't gonna do the song with him. I was gonna bring him out to just rock on my set because uh, uh, he rhymes and he's mm-hmm. really fucking good. Uh, so I was gonna bring him out. What the hell was WWE thinking, getting rid of Hit Row? Like, I have no idea what they're doing anymore. Like, it's oh, crazy.
1: Man, I, they're I just let,
0: they're letting people go left and right. It's crazy.
1: I think. Uh, I think you're, uh, <laughs> you're reading uh, my questions because <laughs> I, I was one of my questions was about these releases, man. Um, I don't know what the hell they're doing either. Um, they're letting a lot of people who are Really talented, who have a lot to offer, go and um, Swerve is one of those people. All of Hit Row was one of them. Um, Keith Lee, another man. great guy. Hey,
0: it's just like, yo, mom, what are y'all like? You have a plan? Or y'all just, just like, what are y'all doing? Like, Hit yeah. Row was hot, yeah, really building a thing, like, man. You know, and every day I'm watching Seward's followers go up by by the thousands, and I'm watching people buying the merch and the action figures and it's selling out, and and this is, eh, cut them off. Like, what is that? Like, then first you let the young lady—I forget her, her name—escapes me at the moment. Yeah, but you, you let and you let her go, right? And she's like a very, very intricate part of the, yep. and I feel like the right was on the wall. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I don't know what's going on over there, man. Like they are just letting people go left and right. And I, I just I don't know. This is it's wild. And every time I'm looking up, and because a lot of my friends are super, super, super into wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm reading, you know, the dirt sheets from them and things like that. And nobody has an answer. Nobody knows what's going on. My, like Mega ran's really cool with New Day. And and they don't even know what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to them for putting the strap on Big E. He earned it, and shouts to them for you know uh, Xavier for getting it was a King of the Ring joint, right? And for him to get his push because obviously Kofi has had his push and he's a thing forever. Mm -hmm. So it was about time everyone in that in New Day deserves to be a top guy. Period. And so they're doing it the right way that way, but everything else they're fucking up. It's crazy.
1: The only thing that (laughs) what bothers me the most is that um. You know, there's not a lot of people of color already in WWE. Come on, and in that, in this recent release alone, man, there was, you know, I mean, yep, what, yep. at least six, seven people of color who were <coughs> who were cut. Yep yep, um, yep, yep, yep. You know, I think of I was talking to my boys like about this. Uh, Butter, you know, I was talking to him about it. I was talking to my boy Pod too. Um, mm. I was like, it, I was like, to think that. WWE is like sixty something years old, yeah, and they've only had what four African American champions. And it's nuts. The, the, the Rock does he really? <laughs> I mean, he counts, but does nope. he really fully count? But... Nope. Nope. So... I
0: have never heard the Rock say anything black ever in my life, <laughs> and I don't even mean that in like a funny way. I'm I'm dead ass like any black. And not that, you you know, if you have nothing to do with something, then you don't necessarily have to comment yeah. on it. But, like, we've never seen The Rock say anything about anything. Mm-hmm. Ever. And he just plays that middle ground, so mm-hmm. all his fans love him, so he doesn't really have a position on anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yo, what you doing, man? Like, you are black. Your father was a very black man. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? What's going on? Um, and what they did to of T is just like,
1: yeah, uh, man, that whole storyline was disgusting,
0: man. And 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 now as an adult, because I remember, you know, watching the lead up. Because you know, Sunday Night Heat. I remember watching the lead up. Oh, that was one of last year. Sunday Night Heat was a thing, right? That's uh, that's that's, tw- that's twenty. That that's that's WrestleMania nineteen. What's that? 03? 03, 03. So that's that's Sunday Night Heat. I think that's one of the last Sunday yeah. Night Heats, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and just kind of uh,
1: John Cena come out and battle. Uh, Jay Z and Fabulous, which is another
0: yeah, and, uh, yeah. But watching, you know, the whole like watching these these promos and saying people like you and and at the time I was just like, why that feel wrong? But I ain't know, you know. what I mean, I'm a kid, but now I was an adult watching that shit. It's like, hey, yo, know, between that and the cane joint with the with the Katie red, not Katie oh, red, the Katie uh, with it's- Triple H was
1: having sex with the. Dead girl in
0: the coffin, like man. So I don't know. WWE just been on some other shit, and and they've always been that way, and and so it's not that unbelievable that they've only had four WWE champions or you know champions, world champions that have that look like us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I I think when Vince goes away, I think when Vince like is is gone, I think maybe some things will change.
1: Um, I believe so. I think things will be things will be for the better. Um, yeah. I've been on, I've gone on this podcast and I've gotten you know controversy <laughs> for saying it, but you know I'm a, I, I'm standing my ground on what I said. Not until Vince McMahon retires, or most likely dies, um, WWE is going to be it's not going to it's not going to reach it's not going to go get back to that level where it once was. No, uh, no,
0: not at all.
1: Triple H had right. a great thing going, man. Triple H had a great thing going with NXT. He was bringing back that old feeling back. He was, we've, we, you know, I mean, we had uh, a guy like Keith Lee, who's is phenomenal in the ring, uh, you know, and Triple H made him look like a a, a star,
0: a, a million bucks.
1: That guys like uh, Ricochet. Also, you know what I mean? Like there was there was so many people of, of color being Swerve. I know that he was just champion. He was a, he was just champion a month before he got cut.
0: It's the same, man. Swerve is putting in work. Yeah. That boy's looking great in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Good on the mic. he mm-hmm. He's got the look. He in the, the and the and the angle that they were coming from was natural to him. Maybe just a bit of an exaggeration of who he probably normally is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not you no know, pose. It wasn't that like uh, John Cena and uh, because I wasn't mad at John Cena when he was doing the, the hip hop shit because honestly, the dude could really rap. Like yeah, you know that's subjective, but like, I think John could really rhyme and he was really trying to be a dope MC. Mm-hmm. But who's the dude? Uh, was that was Bill Buchanan who they? repackages his side, dude. Oh, uh, so get B-squared. that nigga the fuck out of here, man. B-squared, like, What are we doing, man? Get the, get that nigga out of here, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, at the end of the day, like,
1: just has... And then, also,
0: Vince said the N-word, so, you know what? Oh, but, like... I'm, I'm
1: definitely gonna put that in this video, man, to show that this is exactly how Vince man really feels.
0: This is how he gets down.
1: Keep it up, my nigga! Tell me
0: he didn't just say that. So it's an old guard type of situation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think you know once he's out of here, uh, we'll see a change. Cause yeah, nah, Triple H had NXT rocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and Triple H co-signed Swerve. Mm-hmm. You know, he co-signed uh, obviously Keith Lee co-signed these guys who so he knew he saw in them that they had the apologies. He saw mm-hmm. I he he co-signed them and he saw that they had that star power, mm-hmm. and for some reason Vince is just like nah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 a wild situation, man. It's really really wild.
1: Yeah, for sure. And um, you know, we uh just to wrap up the, the wrestling <laughs> segment uh or the, the wrestling portion of this um, I'm, I have two questions um because I, I I remember earlier you said something about the uh Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. So have you t- attended a WrestleMania? I did. Okay.
0: Shouts to Meg- Mega Ran. Oh, word, word. The, la- the last one that was here in New Orleans was that like 30,
1: 34, I think. I think it was, yeah, because it was 2018,
0: right? Yep, sure was. So, yeah, um, was... yeah he 34. was in town. He was in town. uh Actually, me, Mega Ran, Smoke Dizza, Hannibal Burris, and Open My Eagle. We did a show here um, and it was amazing. Uh, great time. And the next day, Mega Ran hit me and was like, yo. I got an extra ticket to uh to WrestleMania. If you'd like to go, I was like, hell yeah! I mean, I'm in the is in the hometown. Let's go! Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, that day I met uh, I, I met Big E. Yeah, I met Big E that day for the first time. Uh, yeah, Mega ran introduced me to, to to Big E, and I, I met someone else. And I can't remember. It was a great time. It was my first wrestling event. I, I didn't feel good that night. I wasn't gonna miss that because I saw obviously Kurt was on the, on the ticket, mm-hmm. Triple H was on the ticket. I'm like, this might be the last time these guys wrestle, so I, I kind of want to see them. Mm-hmm. I, the only thing that could have topped it off, I have saw Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all. That's the only thing left I want to do is see Jeff Hardy live. I think he's only doing TV joints. I mean, uh, TV tapings. I don't think he's doing live shit right now. So uh, uh, especially
1: um, <laughs> he just had a. I think he. Um, I'm hoping it isn't, but I think he relapsed. So, you know, I'm definitely keeping it. In I was view. looking at that, and
0: I don't think he relapsed, bro. Like, he was taking pictures earlier in the night. He's, like, holding his joint, oh. like, holding his stomach. I think it's an injury, and I think, oh. like, he exacerbated it being in the ring, and I think he was like, yo, I got to get out of here. Because I don't think Jeff – because as crazy as Jeff was throughout the years with whatever he was going through, he never did no shit like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only thing I think of was, like, victory Road, but – Of course. He like, he but he was – he was way, but he was in the ring though. Yeah. 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 I
0: think, I think if Jeff's leaving like that, I don't think, I don't think it's what, I don't think that's what that is. Cause he's really been, he's been good the past couple yeah. of years. Like the really only, good. The only
1: reason why I thought that is because, you know, I'm reading reports that they sent him home and nobody's really saying anything. So it's like, uh, it was, okay. okay, if okay, it was okay an Injury, okay. you don't know I mean they probably would have came out like off rip, like, Oh, the you know blah
0: blah. blah. He's yeah, hurt. yeah, boom, yeah.
1: It's been days now, and they're not saying
0: anything besides damn, dead. damn. I really hope it ain't that, man. And but yeah, I th- he's he's the man of many lives, bro. I think yeah. even if it is that, send him home, let him get straight. They'll bring mm-hmm. him right back because he still puts butts in the seat. So yeah, but well, sure. I'm sorry. What, what was your question, man?
1: Oh man, just my last question was uh. Who's your wrestling uh, Mount
0: Rushmore? Oh, man. Shucks. Uh, I got to give you five. I can't give you four. All,
1: right. All good, bro.
0: Jeff Hardy's number one. Okay. Shawn Michaels number two. Okay. Uh, good man. Oh, man. Um, who are some guys that like every time I watched them wrestle, I was like, Yo, I love these guys, or I love this girl, or I love this damn. damn, that's a great question. Oh my goodness! Uh, Jeff Hardy, Shawn Michaels. Uh, I put Paul London up there. Okay. I-, I love Paul, I love Paul London. Um
1: I've heard that name
0: in a while. Paul London. I know, I know, I know. I love Paul London. Um, it was a big guy that I really loved. Um, okay. Jeff Hardy, Shawn Michaels, Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit. That's my top okay. five. That's my Not top mad five, at that,
1: man. That's uh, yeah. high flyers I'm technical wrestling, man. Not mad at that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Credang was amazing, and you take away what Chris Benoit did, whatever, whatever. I mean, dude's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jeff Hardy is Jeff Hardy, one of the most original artist, uh, uh, wrestlers that ever come out. Um, Shawn Michaels, man, I mean, geez, I think he has the best signature move of all time. Uh, you know, what I mean, you just can't, I don't know, you just can't go wrong with that. So, yeah, those those are my guys for
1: sure. For sure, I'm mad at that list, man. That's uh. One thing they they can't ever take away from Eddie Grohl and Chris Benoit is that ending of WrestleMania 20, man, one
0: of the greatest. Man, Eddie, bro. Eddie just, man, he's just, he was a character, man. Mm -hmm. and He really embodied that character. Like, when he did the whole, like, kind of, like, heel turn Mm -hmm. with the whole Dominic Ladder match, you know, I thought that was weird. But uh, I was in it. I was enthralled. Like, he was a great storyteller. He was technical as hell. And even as he got older, he was still amazing, could still fly. That Brock Lesnar match is just nuts and kind of watching. To this day, if I watch that match, I could, I still would tear up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, And then the yeah. way he went out, his last match, you know you I'm know, doing, the whole lot, he still joined. Like, Eddie is an amazing wrestler, dude. Like, he, he, the low rider, he just really filled, even though to some degree you can kind of say, the, the the whole gimmick was a little like not racist but stereotypical mm-hmm. but he leaned into it and it was really him it wasn't like when Chavo did the current white shit you know what I mean it was that like was really him. yeah shit was awful but it was really Eddie being Eddie was being himself yeah. and that's amazing man Kurt Angle his he didn't even have a gimmick no,
1: it was him It was he was himself just Jeff, Jeff
0: Hardy you know what I mean Jeff Hardy didn't have a gimmick mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons why I like the wrestlers I like I mean Shawn Michaels had a gimmick Chris Benoit mm-hmm. didn't really have a gimmick. Mm-mm. I love those guys who just are themselves. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. So yeah,
1: man, man, I'm not mad at that man. Yeah. And um, I want to end this wrestling segment off with uh man, RP Eddie Guerrero. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, for he, sure. he. I'm sure he. I'm um, I'm sure he sees you know the impact he made on you know on today's uh, today's wrestling with with everything. So man, RP Eddie Guerrero. Uh, no. Sure wrestling definitely hasn't been the same since he's been gone. So, um, sure, man. Um, but let's get into some music, man. Um, hey, man, what first got you into music? Like what, Uh, where did you, you know, realize like, you know, I could do this music thing.
0: Well, when I was a kid, my oldest brother, Melandis um, Banks, he rhymed and like watching him gather a little bit of a buzz around the city. And uh, signed to some local labels and stuff. It inspired me. That was my first time um, being introduced to rap. You know what I mean? So it was it was really dope seeing my brother do it. And then when I got older, I saw um, I heard uh, Food and Liquor. And when I heard Food and Liquor, that's when I knew I was like, oh, "All right, I'm gonna do this for a living." Because at that point, I wanted to wrestle, I wanted to play basketball. Um, but when I heard Food and Liquor, I was like, "Yeah, I'm be I'm a rapper." And uh shouts to Lupe for inspiring me and a generation of kids just like myself to just be to rap about something that wasn't, you know, the norm at the time. Mm-hmm. Outside of yup and my whitey, you and my whitey and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the moment I knew that I, I would I would really pursue this. The moment I heard Food and Liquor from Lupe Fiasco. All right, man. Uh you know, the
1: backpack rap as they as they call it, you know what I mean? The for backpack sure, for rap. Sure. So um was that, is that like it, would that be like the the type of music that you would say you make? Is it a backpack rap or
0: nah? Um, I'm more of a. I'm just more like I'm very introspective, mm-hmm. um, but with like a southern kind of thing to it, mm-hmm. um, and then also like I always say that if you took Charles Hamilton, and Lupe Fiasco, and they were from New Orleans. That's me.
1: Another name I haven't heard in a while. Charles Hamilton. I haven't heard that yeah, name no doubt. in
0: a while, man. Yeah, no doubt. So if you put those two guys together, Lupe and Charles, and just throw New Orleans in there, you get Alfred Banks. Uh, for me, I'm more introspective. I'm starting to sing more of my music now, add a more, mel- you know, melodic situation to it. Um, and uh, th- those are the things, I, you know, dra- rapping over dance music now and stuff. So, nah, I don't just do I- – I wouldn't consider myself backpack. I am very introspective. And mm-hmm. also like, you know, talk about some things, um, not quite a, a you know, a positive rapper by any means, mm-hmm. but I am someone that does put some things in there that kind of sticks to your ribs. Um, you know, you could take some away from the music, but at the same time still be able to jam the music. Yeah. That's what it's really about. So that, that's what, what how I would, I would describe my stuff.
1: And I agree more. I've seen you perform, yeah. you know what I mean? And, um, you know, live at the Geek Easy on Sunday, and you know you did your thing. So, and I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I was definitely, you know, back. You know, in the back, just bobbing my head like, oh, like you don't know I mean do like, bro, doing this thing. So for sure, man. Um,
0: I appreciate that, man. It's love.
1: No problem, bro. And um, what what's your creative process like when it comes to like when you, when you're in the studio making music? Like, what uh, how's how's that process like?
0: I mean, you know, um. I don't even really get in the studio until the song's done. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm a guy that like I like to write at my house. I like to write away from the the studio. I don't really get in the studio and create. I'm more of a get to the studio to record kind of guy. But uh, you know, I'm a you know, I hear a beat. Um, I'm I'm listening to what it's telling me to do. If it's telling me to sing more, uh, be more me- melodically uh driven on this one, then we go that route. If it's telling me to you know, be more of a you know lyrical, spiritual, miracle kind of joint, and we do that. If it's telling me to be more introspective, I do that. If it's telling me to just write something for people to dance to, I'm gonna do that. So I kind of hear, excuse me, what the what the uh, what the song is telling me to do. The beat is telling me to do. I just kind of go from there, and we just kind of you know just write it out. I'm I'm a big fan of just kind of capturing uh, at least the initial feeling that I have when I hear a beat, yeah. and then revising that. Um, and, yeah, I, sometimes I freestyle on the beat just to kind of hear if there's anything I, I could come up with, start, you know, mumbling some melodies and start mumbling some flow patterns and kind of figuring that out, and, and we just kind of go from there. So I'm, I'm a pretty fast recorder for the most part. You know, it takes me about maybe – if I'm doing a feature, that takes me about 20 minutes. If I'm doing, like, a song, maybe, like – writing a song isn't really the the long part. of recording, probably about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, excuse me, to record a record. So, um, I'm at this point. I kind of know what I like to do. I know my process. I know what I do, and we just knock it out. Wow,
1: I'm not gonna. That 20 minutes, man. That's 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 crazy, bro. Like I, 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 I. To be honest, I haven't read anything in 20 minutes, bro, ever in my life. So, man, that's
0: no doubt, no doubt. No, nah, really features impressive. are cool. Features are, like, my favorite thing to do. And so writing a verse, um, you know, mm-hmm. if, if, especially if the beat's good, that'd take me about 15, 20 minutes, like, legit, like, to write and recording. I, I go to my, my, my engineer. I tell him, yo, I need an hour session. And all every time I get in the studio for features, I actually, like, he, he'll set a timer. And he always, like, all right, you got 10 minutes. Let's go. And I'll knock it out. You know, or I'll be like, all right, let's see how fast I can get this one done. And not like on the blah 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 next. It's like mm-hmm. lay the verse down, lay the dubs, lay the ad libs, do some cool stuff, make it sound whatever, and then boom, 20 minutes, we out. Um, because I want the person to, if someone hits me up for a feature, I want them to get the best product. I want it to sound good, I want it to be dope, and you know, I could do that pretty fast. So yeah. Hey
1: right, man, thank right. you. I said that's freaking impressive to me, and um, uh, and now another thing, man. Who, what uh, what famous musicians do you admire? Like, who uh, who's like a huge inspiration? But, but you know, you said Lupe, um, but um, who like are there are there any like songs or albums other than like and you mentioned Food and Liquor that really like, you know what I mean? They get your creative flow going or they uh just make you like, yo, I want to, you know, I want to go write something real quick. You know what I mean? Like something like that.
0: Um, I mean, Pink Lava Lamp by Charles Hamilton. is an incredible album. Uh, to say he was 17 when he wrote that whole joint and produced that whole joint is just insane. I think he was like addicted to dope when he was doing it too. So it was even wow. crazier to think about a teenager on drugs producing and recording an entire project in his school studio, which is incredible, um, but that album is amazing. Uh, food and liquor, uh, MF Doom, somebody that, that inspires me. Um, I love. I just always love his kind of off kilter kind of rhymes pattern. Recently, as of about two years ago, Action Bronson. I love Action Bronson. Okay, uh, Action Bronson is amazing. Um, just his word choice, the, the the way he says things, the mm-hmm. things he chooses to say. It's just very interesting to me, and I always love that weird off kilter kind of like just random, just whatever I'm feeling is what I write kind of deal. I love that. Um, I uh, my top five like I got my top five is like Lupe, Charles, Buster Rhymes, MF Doom, and Eminem. Uh, so people like those guys and in, in hip hop uh, is what I listen to. But then there are other guys and like other gals who like who get who give me inspired me like saint lucia um super fruit uh who else I'm listening to I listen to like my man Latranium. I actually listen to him a lot uh tank of the bangers i listen to uh you know yeah those are the type of guys that I listen to and gals I listen to to kind of get my get things going and get me like in the creative space um and as of late I haven't really been listening to a lot of rap anymore man I have a playlist on title it's like eighty songs deep. That that is none of them, none of his rap. It's just like alternative records. Mickey Facts. I'm very very. Mickey is my brother, and I love his music. Um, I love his earlier stuff for sure. Like uh, he has a project called The Dark Phoenix, uh, where he's rapping over beats that artists would start rapping over about fifteen years later, ten years later. I'm sorry. And so to hear how ahead of his time he was mm-hmm. and is with his foresight with things it's just amazing so he inspires me a lot um, uh, lyrically as well as just like shoot weird things to rap over um mm-hmm. he always used to pick just weird shit and i love that so those yeah. are the people that inspire me for sure.
1: no i feel you i feel you man uh yeah mickey uh mickey's super dope bro super so super dope um even like you know nice. i was listening to uh Even, like, how you said with features, you could tell he puts a lot of pride into his features. Like, he makes sure that, like, how you said, like, I want to make sure that they are really rocking with this feature. And he's one of those guys that really, I've noticed that he really takes his features crazy between, you know, um, the song that he just, like, that he just did with Butter, he, you know, went crazy on that. The song that he did with, uh, uh, with Swerve, that song is crazy. Oh,
0: yeah. Shit fire.
1: Um, and even um, you know, I was listening to um Fab Five um, Mega Ramps, uh, oh what, and um uh, man, y'all y'all both went crazy on that, you know what I mean?
0: Thank you, thank so, you. I was actually I was having a text combo with them when that song first dropped. And I was like, Yo, I had the best verse on that song, and they both looked at me like, man. I was like, Nah, I did, bro. Like, and you know, is it's always a is a challenge, but it's always like a contest and just this is you know friendly competition. Like I love, you know, Mickey Fax is impossible. The dude is impossible. So like, mm-hmm. and Mega Ran is dumb nice. Like those cats yeah. are. St- and then the Esoteric, like all of, like everybody on that song is nuts. You know what I mean? And uh, he told me that it would be some guys on there, and I and I knew Mickey's verse. I mean, I heard Mickey's verse first. I didn't hear Ran or any other persons on that song. Mm-hmm. But uh, that a song like that, I take pride. Like when I write a rap. You know, I like to show my wit. Mm -hmm. Um, I like my punchlines to kind of go like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you catch it. Like, what What I said? I said, uh, what's it? I said, yo, ran. I cut to the chase, and that made them all ran. Mm -hmm. Ironically, I'm headed to the bank when I land. So that's like a double line. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, things like I booked that. I shine like the sun, so you got a Devin book that. Never, Mm -hmm. ever look back. First round pick, I made it the Zion riding on the Pelican. That's just me yeah. showing love to the city. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But obviously double the double entendre in that regard. Mm-hmm. Feeling the same. Uh what is that? Some I'm, I'm going for the I'm a stand up guy, like I'm going for the block. Then I get the fast break. No candy when I jot. Like the fast break candy. Um, I always try my best to like just throw some things in there that if people really do break them down, they'll go, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Like, yo, yeah. that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man, I don't even think about, it. like, the riding of the desire on a Pelican. Like, I I don't know. So, like, when I'm writing those type of verses, especially on a song with somebody like Mega Rand and, like, Fax, it's like, yo, I got to come with my best. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I am learning about doing features, you know, because I was blessed to be on a song that never came out, uh, but it's with uh, Conway the Machine and Sky Zoo oh, and wow. Mega Rand. Um, it's called the greatest ever. Um, it's an unreleased record. I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, 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 so if you know Swerve, then you know Montezzi. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, you know who yeah, my... yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was it was a Monteese record. Okay. Um, and yeah, so it's a version their, that
1: like, I think it's. Uh, they, I mean, the song is they're like a a group. Yeah, City, yeah. Right, Swerve City.
0: Exactly. So, okay. um, so the uh, but it was a version of that song. They dropped a song called Greatest Ever. Um, okay. I think Swerves on it, Swerves on it, Montezzi's on it, uh, but the original version had Skyzoo on the hook, Highway the Machine, Alfred Banks, Mega Ran, mm-hmm. and, okay. uh, and Uh And when I heard I was on that joint, I was like, "Ooh, I gotta about to go crazy on this joint." Mm-hmm. So I always approach my features like that. And so hearing Mega, hearing Mickey Fax destroy every I, someone at his stature shouldn't even take those features as serious as he does. But he does, so and he knocks him out of the park. It's scary.
1: It is. It's, um,
0: it's scary.
1: It is, bro. Uh, I that guy's work ethic is different, bro. Like
0: it's a different type of beast, man. It's it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, bro. And uh man, even you know, um, uh, speaking of like Mega Ran, um, like how how do you approach? You know, I mean you, I mean, you said like. But how is it like you? You, did, you, we, we, you talked about like those like with multi-feature ones. But how is it like when it's just like you? I know you and Megan have a bunch of like songs that like it's just you two. For sure. Um, I know you have. I think you got. You have one on one of your projects.
0: Yeah, the beautiful uh, yeah. oh,
1: heart is on the heartbreaker.
0: No, homewrecker. Oh, homewrecker. The name. Yeah, 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 yeah. the name of the song is homewrecker. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So I know you have one on on your project, and I think you have two. One is on um, the random Christmas. Mm-hmm, project mm-hmm.
0: and then um i'm trying to do another one Sumi,
1: Sumi there you go there you go Sumi um, yeah, so how do you approach those um like
0: well i'm just not gonna let him run me off the record so that's that's first off because <laughs> that motherfucking rap uh yeah. so we not we not we probably i can't let him do that but when i when i do a song with ram man it's fun Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to really go as hard as I would normally yeah. because it's never really a song where it's that aggressive kind of like hey, yeah, yeah. it through with the it's just more like is a subject. There's even another record we did. Uh I got hit up by Nintendo to do a song for I, I've never said this out loud because it didn't happen. So like whatever, but I got hit up by Nintendo to do um the uh the Link's Awakening, the re release Mm -hmm. of that. They originally wanted to redo the campaign they did in the 90s. They did like a hip hop campaign with that song, with that game. And so they wanted to redo that and have a rapper do it. So they hit Mm -hmm. me up to write something. And they did, they wound up not even doing that campaign, as you probably saw. But that song that I made for that, I played it for Rand and Rand, like, yo, this shit is hot. And we released it through his Patreon. It's actually on YouTube. I I want It's a. I, th- I think it's Mega Ran, Alfred Banks' Awakening, I want to say. Man, that. That, that song is fun. Like, I'm rapping about Link and Zelda and shit. And, like, I'm not even that big of a Zelda fan, but um, I know when I rock on a song with Ran, we're just going to have fun. That's yeah. really what it's about. You know what I mean? It's about having fun. It's about being dope and, and performing that song, Sumi My Sin, we performed it a bunch. And that song's dope as hell, man. Like, people love that record. And I just love performing with Ran. He's such a good guy. He has such a positive energy. And that shit's infectious. And so when I jump on a record with him, I know that energy that he's going to bring. So I'm just going to match that. You know what I mean? So it's always fun.
1: Yeah, no, for sure, bro. Um, I'm personally, um, you know, I, I, I found out about MegaRank through uh, the New Day podcast. Um, what, they, 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 they interviewed him, I believe, on one of the episodes. And then um, um he was talking to them about um when uh, Kofi won the championship at WrestleMania. That Mega Ren had did a song personally for Kofi to come out to at WrestleMania, and um, they ended up it ended up not working out. They decided to just keep Kofi using the New Day theme song, whatever. But um, it was just the way, like when he was talking about it, and um, how he wanted to, you know, he wanted to show off for Kofi and stuff, and you know, I appreciated that man because you know that was um, I went to that WrestleMania with my dad
0: for sure,
1: and, um, when Kofi won the championship, uh, man, like, you know what I mean, it was a, it was a yeah, moment, bro, yeah, um, yeah,
0: not a, not a dry, dry in the house,
1: you know what I mean, and, uh, I, you know, I got goosebumps, I was, you know, that was my, I, that was my dad's first WrestleMania, so, mm-hmm. you know, to have that, um, to have that, to share that experience with my pops <laughs> was, you know, super cool, man, and, um, you know, it was, uh, it was definitely a touching moment, man, and, uh, and to see how hard Mega Ram was talking about, like you know, doing that for Kofi, I it, I was like, man, you know what? And, and they were bigging him up too, cause you know they were like, yo, this dude is nice, this dude is nice, and I'm like, so he's a good dude, and he makes dope music. Let me, you know, what I mean, let me check him out.
0: Let me, yeah, let me tap in.
1: And um, you know, that's what I mostly look for in artists is, is you know, now I don't want to, I don't, you know, you can make good music, but be a terrible person. Oh, of course, as we've seen with a lot of a lot of these artists, yeah, for sure, very much. You know so. what I mean, and um, that's why a lot of you know the artists I really like, I I I listen to a lot of like who I view like are really good people are my favorites. Like Cole, like Cole is one of my favorite artists just because of of who he is as a person, as well as the music he makes. Because he also makes music for you know, what I mean, like for people who he makes all types of music for all types of feelings. For sure. For you sure. know what I mean? And for um sure. I put him in one of those uh in one of those, I put Megaran in one of those, like in that box as well. Because,
0: for sure, like, for he's sure.
1: He's such a good dude.
0: Now Megaran is amazing, man. Megaran has shown me time and time again how much he really cares about me and my career. And he doesn't have to. Um, the first time I toured with him was in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was me me, him, and a uh, Kadesh Flow. And just how nice he was, you know. I just because he, he said he's been treated like shit on tours before opening for bigger acts. And he's like, I'm just not going to be that guy. And so nice. And then I toured with him again in 2019. It was me, Mega Rand, and Mickey Fax, which is a dream come true because I'd always wanted to do that run. And I kind of, me, me, Rand, and Fax have a text group. And I remember, like, throwing that idea in the, war- in the air. I was like, yo, like, we should do a run together. And they were they were both into it because they both fuck with me and they respect me, so they were into it. And I introduced Facts to Ran, Ran the Facts. I mean, no, Ran and Facts had a situation in 2009 where they knew each other, but I reintroduced that situation. Mm-hmm. And just those are my brothers, so doing that run was dope. And I say all that to say, like, for example, when I did this this last run with them, right? Before, my last tour with them was with COVID, before COVID 2019, mm-hmm. and you know I remember doing certain cities, and I'm opening. I'm opening that run as me, then it's FAX, and then Rand, and you know maybe there'd be 200 people in the house, but when I go up, it's 50. Yeah, right, because I'm the opener, but then Rand would bring me back out during his set when there's 200 people in the crowd, to have me kick a verse a cappella or jump on a cipher so people can see me and so I can sell more merch and it's just things like that like you don't have to do that at all bro you're the headline you can do your set go about your damn business you know maybe the 50 60 people that saw me they buy my stuff and we call it a night mm-hmm. and Facts would do that too you know Mickey Fax is that guy Mickey Fax I've told with him three separate times and the last time I told him was 2018 and man like man every night he put me up at the peak of the crowd you know what I mean? And like as a hairline, you don't have to do that. You mm-hmm. should go up and peak at the crowd, but he's so selfless. And, you know, these are the, I'm blessed to, to know these people. I'm blessed to know Mega, Mega Rand and, I'm about to say Mega Facts. Mega Facts. I'm blessed to know Mega Rand and Mickey Facts because those guys are some of the nicest people on the planet. Um, and I've had such a good go at this music thing, meeting people like that. And so Mega Rand, that's why he's so blessed because he's so nice. He's such an amazing person. And outside of music, he's an even better person. Like, yeah. he's a great human being. Yeah, man. You know, um, I love that guy, man. I got nothing but love for those dudes, man, for sure.
1: Man, um, I've I've heard nothing but great things about Megan Ran. So, as the, the person, so it's you know, what I mean, it's uh, it's dope. You know, what I mean to to you know, what I mean, I he deserves everything, every all the success he he's. Oh yeah. Admitting. You know what I mean? And, you know, even you, bro, like, you didn't have to do this interview, and you know what I mean? I appreciate, you know, you taking this time to do this interview with me.
0: For sure, man. I appreciate you reaching out, like, at the show, man. It seemed like you really enjoyed the performance and the music, and we both have something in common with the love for wrestling. Um, We obviously have great taste in music, and we both have, uh, I mean, you had the, 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 the Jason Williams joint on. I'm like, yo, this nigga's wild fly, like, you know what I'm saying? Anything you say, I'll take a little bit more serious because he's fly. Uh I was hey, <laughs> but nah, you, you're, you're, a, man. you're a fly guy, man. I was like, all right, man, my man got a swag about him, is lit. And then you told me the premise of your situation. I was like, man, listen, man, what? I've never done an interview like this before. And I'm very excited because this is an aspect of me that a lot of people don't know about. Um, yeah. is that I'm I I I fuck with wrestling really tough. And so I mentioned it. If you listen to some of my music, you'll get references. Mm-hmm. I throw a lot of wrestling references in my music. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I love these type of things. I love these conversations about things that we all, you know, we love music, but there are other aspects of those things that all connect wrestling and music are connecting now. Sneakers and music are connecting now. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's uh, so doing this, man, this is a dope situation. Yeah. So I was very grateful and appreciate your patience as well. No, you good, um, man?
1: No, of course, yeah, yeah. man. I was, like I said, I was just super excited for, <laughs> for this interview, so. for sure,
0: man. Oh, um, no doubt, no doubt,
1: but yeah, bro. Um, I just got like, uh, let's see, yeah, I got man, I just got two more questions. You know, one of them, cool, cool, is, cool. Uh, what's your favorite song to perform?
0: Hmm, you might laugh at this. So, I'm in a group called Sax Kicks Ave with my yep. man Albert Allen back from taking the Bangers. My favorite song to perform now is a cover of you can call me Al by Paul simon okay that's my favorite song to perform because when I do it, people don't really know how good I oh, I shouldn't say it like that people don't know how I can sing, okay, and so I get to really show off another side of me when I do that record If you go on youtube, right. look up uh alfred uh, Sax kicks ave which is s a x k i x a v e you can call me al cover and you'll see just how much fun i'm having i love performing that record um now as alfred banks i love performing uh the wave i got a song called the wave for my latest project one guy standing by himself that's for some reason becoming my just became my favorite record to perform i love doing that record um shout out to my man cedric avenue out of denver he produced that joint um yeah it's my favorite joint to to perform and
1: that's I, that's all I want to talk about. Uh, your new EP, man. Um, the range. Um,
0: yeah, turn up, turn up.
1: Yeah, bro. Um, I I definitely I listened to it right before we got on the call again. I listened to it earlier today at work. Um, man, um, I know you, you, I saw you dropped them. Um, you dropped them as singles as at, at first, and then yes, turned it to, into the EP. But yes. bro, um Sunday drive is so damn soothing, bro.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate it. That's love, man. That's my that song is my baby, man. Like, I love that record. Uh, that's my man uh Luther Vandals. He produced okay. that. He's out of he's out of New York. What is he? He's out of Sacramento by way of New York. Okay. Um New York. That's New York. That, you know Yeah I'm saying. I think he's from Brooklyn, but I, I ain't gonna put that tag on him, man. I don't know. But if I he think hears, he's from man, Brooklyn.
1: shout out to you, bro, Brooklyn in the building.
0: It's that nah man. That's my that song is my baby. I love that record because I wanted to do something textural. I wanted to do mm-hmm. something lo-fi, like real chill. I wanted to do something yeah. different. Um, the format of it is completely different. There's no hook on that record. There's no, you know what I mean? Like I just I love it, man. I love that record. I I actually listen to that song every morning when I wake up.
1: Bro, I was at work and I played that and I was like, damn, this song is so yeah, Relax. that <laughs> that feeling that is so
0: uh, it, That's what I wanted to create. I wanted to invoke that type of energy on that song. I love that record. It's like um, it's like
1: super like just so, like good energy. Like
0: yes, 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 yes. yes. It's just it's good kinda, background music. It's background yeah. music when you're meditating or if you're yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was about like to say where,
1: that. I was about to say, you, like it's a super zen song.
0: If you smoke, you know what I'm saying. That's your type of time. You could smoke to that. You know what I'm saying? If you like your incense, your Paolo Santo, you could, you could ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that yeah. kind of energy. Um, and I don't know. I appreciate you for liking that record, bro. That's like, I feel like that's a sleeper on that, on that, on that little project. I think the standout record that everyone likes is too much, mm-hmm. ironically. Everyone, and I was scared to put that out because that song is so, I don't even really know what genre to put that under. Like, I'm rapping on it, but it yeah. ain't rap.
1: It's like uh, um, it's like one of those uh, like childish Gambino type beats, but mm, like mm. you know what I mean. That like as far as like I, that last project he had put out with, uh, with yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, with, yeah
0: you know, uh, love, yeah, 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 for sure, for It's sure, kind of like sure.
1: those, but like you're rapping on it. Yeah, I could, but I, I mean that song is super dope too. Um, you know, like I said, the whole project is dope. Y'all make sure y'all go check that out, man. The Range EP. Um, I appreciate it. Definitely, that. you did your thing on that, bro. And I did. Sure.
0: I wanted to show the range. That's that was the whole point. I wanted yeah. to show that I could do. You know. Whatever, yeah.
1: So. And man, uh, yeah. Now that project was super dope. Y'all make sure again, y'all go check that out. Um, and if you know, if y'all be feeling angry, make sure I listen to Sunday Drive because I promise you, that would you that will switch your whole mood up. You. That's the joy, man.
0: I appreciate that, bro. That really means, you have no idea, that really means a lot. That's that. I feel like that song was a sleeper on that project. And people are, you know, people. a couple of people have been like, yo, that's the joint. I'm like, man, thank you. Most people say too much because they didn't expect that from me. But Sunday Drive is my baby. I love that song, man, for sure.
1: So uh, what's next for Alfred, B- B- Alfred Banks, bro? What's, what's next for you, bro?
0: Well, we're going to end the year with some shows uh i got one more i got i'm i'm headed to Kansas City this weekend to go do some stuff um the following weekend i'm um, i got a show in Pensacola Florida and the following weekend after that i have i'm performing at my old high school which is cool um and for the new year man I got some festivals lined up um I'm doing probably the most important show of my career next year. I'll be finalizing those things really soon. It will be announcing soon. I cannot wait for that. New project. Um, I'm debating oh, I think the next project is gonna be called Yestermonth. Um, it's been done since late 2019. Um, okay. but we're finally gonna put it out. Uh and I can't wait for that. New new music. We're probably gonna be dropping a new single in January. Um, new music, a bunch of new shows. Um people are going to see something really cool. There's a, I'll just say there's a commercial that's coming out that people will see me on, which is amazing. It'll be my first time, my first splash on a national situation. Um, so the whole world will get to see me. So that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, man, that's really it. Just creating and taking care of my family, making as much money as I can, rapping on as many stages as I can and looking fly. Doing it. So. Yeah.
1: i And mad at that. And, uh, What's
0: a message you got for your fans? Um, If you consider yourself an Alfred Banks fan, thank you very much. I appreciate the love and support. If you never heard of me, hello. Welcome to the whole situation, Underdog Central. My name is Alfred Banks. It's nice to meet you. Um, And for my people that are in between, uh, you know, much love to you as well. Just much love. Stay safe in these weird times. Uh, Get vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, wear your mask. We should still practice socially dis uh, social distancing as much as possible. Um, rock Germex, wash your hands, wipe your ass, use baby wipes, uh, drink a lot of water, sleep as much as you can. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, man! Even then, even the po- it's still positivity, you know, through throughout the whole thing. Um, For sure. And hey man, give them your socials. Give them, let them know where they can find you at website, merch, all that, bro. Let them know what's up
0: uh social media everything is underdog central that's my label everything is underdog central so if you go on any social media type in Underdog central the exact way you spell it all one word no spaces and you'll find me uh underdogcentral.com is my website saxkicksapp.com is the website for my group i'm in um and alfred banks on google if you just google alfred banks some cool stuff will pop up so Twitter, Instagram, Underdog Central, UnderdogCentral dot com, uh, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, AlphaBanks dot com, all these different places you can you can listen to the tunes and and uh, check everything out. You know what I mean,
1: yeah, and um, make sure you also copy your merch, man. You know, I had to show out, show love to 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 AlphaBanks, man. You know, fire, fire, fire merch for sure.
0: I appreciate um, it, man. Thank you.
1: I if it wasn't over on um, my bed so far, <laughs> I will show them that, that I have that SmackDown logo on my DJ laptop. You know, I have this. Turn sticker. up. You know, I have it up out the sticker, so I had to add that on there as well. So That's man, what's I, up, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate, uh, you know, you taking the time out to do this. Um, For sure. And it's, you know, definitely definitely want, I, I want to do this again. Definitely I'm going to link with you in New Orleans, even if there's like a WrestleMania over there, a link with you over there. Um, you know what I mean or anything whatever even if you got a show out there I'm definitely with you in New Orleans or here or both whatever I definitely you know definitely gotta pull up on you and then um um (laughs) speaking of merch man off the road you know they show love on on this podcast Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. they have a bunch of wrestling and rap shirts as you can tell this is an Undertaker shirt but it says Death Valley Records you know that's hard that's hard Y'all gotta go show up to Off the Rope, man. They are doing their thing out here. You know, they got WWE superstars wearing their merch uh wearing merch. Y'all go check them out. Um, so all the wrestling rap game fans, off the off the rope on Instagram. They have a bunch of dope wrestling rap shirts. Um, if you're aware, I mean, if you're watching the show, you're probably aware. Um, you know, you've seen you seen me wear the Travis Scott Cactus Jack shirt with the Mick Foley, you know, print. Um, the Bret Hart with the Cameron uh pink fur, you know, they got a bunch of dope shirts. Um, uh, man, y'all go check out Off the Rope, check out my brother Puck as well. Um, you know, he runs the one that runs Off the Rope, and y'all go show them some love, go cop some merch. As you can that see, is, which is fire, man, definitely,
0: yeah, it's crazy.
1: Um, and yo, y'all go check them out, and then, um, and you also gonna go to Alfred Banks, you know, on the on the dog and y'all gonna cop some merch over there too. And then, next time I see y'all, and y'all. You know what I mean? We we lit. We, yeah. It's gonna be lit. We're gonna be
0: dripped out. We're gonna be draped up and dripped out.
1: That's a fact, man. And uh, man, this has been an, another episode of Wrestling the Rap Game: The Return. We are back. We are staying. We're here for good. We're not going nowhere. And we kicked it off with Alfred Banks, and I can't think of more, you know, for for, for coming and blessing us, uh, man. For sure, man. You know, we out of here. Peace and check y'all next week. Paper. 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 Empire, we rush shit. It's terrible.